everybody. Welcome to episode 34 of the Fill My Heart podcast. I'm Drew Absher. And I'm Parker Newman. I almost said I'm Parker Newman. Wow. That <laughs> we would make a good Freaky Friday remake. Oh, yeah, totally. Though I, I feel like uh, either I would die or you would die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> quick. Do you mean like I would die in your body? Yeah, no, I mean, I would die from how much sex I would have in your body. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> You're so stupid. That's not accurate. I and don't... then I don't even get the diseases, so, yeah, That's it's perfect. What are you talking about, diseases? You're just making stuff up now. No, you don't have any yet, but that's because <laughs> I'm not in your body. So you're saying that if you were in my body, you would just have sex with everything that moves and get diseases. Exactly. This is a freaky conversation we're having, that's for sure. <laughs> And it's not even Friday. Uh, I don't know. Boom. <laughs> we are recording this on a Sunday, August 18th. We yes. should do the date more. I think that it kind of adds like a nice timestamp to stuff. Yeah. And the song, maybe. Uh, this is, bef- I mean, this one's pretty popular. Before He Cheats by Carrie Underwood, which is also my porn star name. Carrie uh, Underwood? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Gary Underwood? <laughs> Gary Underwood. That's I always try to do the song before, like, so we can like segue like what the song meaning is into the clips, but then I always forget to do it. Yeah, so. totally. And um, then we just seem like big Carrie Underwood fans. Yeah. This is a fill my heart uh, episode. Uh, me and Parker cr- criticize our own podcast. Uh, that's what this <laughs> is. Uh, how's it going, buddy? How you doing? Oh, I'm doing okay. How about you? I'm good. I'm I'm hanging in there. Uh, week week two of being unemployed. I was in uh, Southern California last week. Yes. Uh, left right after our live show. Next morning, I left. Um, yeah, dude. Nice to just kind of clear the head a little bit. You know what I mean? I've, I've been working at that job for five years. Yeah. And that's insane. Not liked it for, you know, at least three. So, God, I wish I could do that. <laughs> what? Not like your job? It's pretty easy. Oh, no. That part <laughs> I got. Yeah. But yeah. I just quit right away. But right. then again, you have had like a pretty good job well i mean yeah it's not too bad. like yeah washing dishes right like yeah was. it wasn't it was cozy that's for sure but you know it got it got a little bit too much after a while so it's nice to be out of there um and back into the real world i start college next week um, nice. so everybody you know send me tuition money uh i'm poor um <laughs> what's going on with you um not much i was actually thinking about going to college again too um, but I think I'm going to at least wait till spring. Mm-hmm. Uh, and That's then, a good idea. Yeah. Because yeah, I don't even know what I want to go back for. And I don't know if I want to do theater again, because now I know, you know, about theater kids. And like yeah. But you don't. How but terrible they are. To be honest, you don't need to know what you're going back. For. Like, I'm just going back to get my gen ed and yeah. then I'll start making some decisions along the line. But like the classes I'm taking are like anthropology philosophy nutrition and communications so like there's not like a focus there you know it's kind of just a broad spectrum of stuff so totally i just don't know what jobs are out there except hand ones and blow ones but (laughs) other than that i don't know well foot ones that's what i'm getting into really no no, i'm kidding (laughs) no no no, i'm joking i don't know if there's a lot of jobs in that market but okay yeah that's a you got to get good at it yeah it's like (laughs) you ever read uh, outliers by malcolm gladwell no no I feel like that uh, that would do a lot better in Japan. A lot more jobs over <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. There is a the jobs are being outsourced. Let's yeah. just say that. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I remember. I don't know if I if I want to go to the same school though because uh, 
last time there were like some kind of crazy teachers mm-hmm. you know like i had this one guy uh he went to hogwarts the that's why yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> he said you're a wizard parker yeah also your cholesterol's <laughs> high i'm like you're a wizard hagrid jr <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah but like there's this uh drama teacher who i shit you not he would is really fucked up like <laughs> it's super weird what he'd do um he would like get people uh two people on stage and he would like have them act out something f- traumatic from their life oh what the fuck yes super fucked up and there's like another and then he would laugh at it in the back of the class he would <laughs> could would... you imagine like a like reenacting your parents divorce and someone being like i don't feel like you mean it <laughs> <laughs> yeah no exactly and then uh yeah honestly though i should have just plagiarized something just like... yeah you should have just done like a like a like the scene from uh star wars where you find out darth vader's your dad you're like no this really happened to me man what's he gonna say you're making it up either that or you're just like um so yeah i uh I had a tough time in high school, and I don't know, man. High school girls, they just they keep getting younger. <laughs> but I stay the same age. <laughs> yeah. You're like, it's not your it's fault, you. Will. <laughs> <laughs> just combining movies. Yeah, you just start doing movie monologues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, I'd say go back to I'm school. mad as hell, and I'm not going to take my grades in this class anymore. <laughs> yeah, man. I think that college would be good for you. I think that you're a curious enough guy to, like, justify going back. I am for two seconds. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but like, I think that, I don't know, because where I got was like, I'm like, oh, once I saw how shitty work was. Yeah. Like, realizing that, like, uh, like if comedy doesn't work out for me, I want to be in control of whatever happens afterwards. Totally. And I want to develop something that I can take with me. Like, even like graphic art or something like that, like something where you can go like, Hey, if comedy doesn't work out, I can tell a boss to go fuck himself. I want to do what I want to do. True. And that's kind of like where where I started getting freaked out a little bit and kind of where my anxiety came from was I felt trapped yeah. in that job. So I was like, never again. That makes sense. Even uh, our friend Kyle, who's told me this in confidence probably, um, but <laughs> no, he just performed magic in front of David Copperfield, mm-hmm. which was very cool. But he's told me before like that he has anxiety sometimes because magic it's such he's amazing at it mm-hmm. but like that's the one like huge skill he has and it's devoted so much time to yeah and you kind of like i do kind of feel like you want to diversify your portfolio of skills a little bit where you're like i don't want to like you just don't want to pigeonhole yourself and like what i was doing like the truth is i could do it when i'm 40 just as well as i could when i was 20 yeah and so like that's kind of the other part of it is just like i don't want to like, why would I do something right now that I can, if if it's an, it's an emergency job, yeah, it's something that you do when you just need a paycheck. Sure. And I was like, well, I don't want to do that anymore. So that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. So I'm going back to school. Uh, fuck work. Uh, fuck. And I just name all my bosses. I just, <laughs> uh, yeah. But um, so we did come in with uh, Before He Cheats by Carrie Underwood was a song we came in with. Yeah. Uh, that's because the episode we're going to watch today is season 17, episode 88. My husband told my best friend I was dying and asked her to marry him. And this episode's kind that, of... what? Sorry, I was just going to say, that sounds like a Telenova episode translated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. It's like, 
the whole episode is so fucking bizarre and we've talked about what happens in it because i kind of gave you a trigger warning on it but like this guy is going to have a uh like a a moment and it's fake so just if you're listening at home just know we're making fun of somebody who's a faking uh asshole yeah he's a phony also real quick with that song it's kind of like uh shouldn't it be called after he cheats Oh, no, because the, the chorus goes up. Maybe next time he'll think before he cheats. Right. But it should say again. Or at least yeah, something. Yeah, that's true. I don't mean to be a This nitpicky. is the same <laughs> argument you have with the Black Lives Matter hashtag. Jesus Christ, no. God damn You it. just say, why don't they just add two to it? <laughs> yeah, that's why you have that All Lives Matter bumper sticker. Oh, God, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for I'm playing like, along. If, if you look at me, it's very hard to be like, oh, he's clearly joking. <laughs> that's true, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's watch this first clip. It's called Women Says... Women. Woman says her husband tried to kiss her at his wife's memorial service. <laughs> okay, so let's That's just... great. Because there's not a lot of introductory to this episode. There's only five clips, and one of them is an overlap of another one. So let me just uh, clarify what's happening. Uh, so this woman named Peggy is married to this oh, guy named course. Glenn. I think her name's Peggy. Uh, let me check. She that. looks like a baby. <laughs> I'm sorry, Penny. P e n n y. Oh, what's worse? Is married to a yeah, is married to a guy named Glenn, and Glenn wants thinks that Penny is going to die soon and wants to marry her friend Paula. But this is Penny telling the story of how her and Glenn met. Okay. okay. I first met my husband Glenn because I was friends with his first wife who passed away after the memorial service. Glenn tried to kiss me. Okay, did you hear that? So uh, she was friends with Glenn's widow. Yeah. Or his ex, his deceased wife. Uh-huh. And then at his deceased wife's memorial service, he tried to kiss Penny. Jesus. Well, I'm glad he's over it so quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gotta like a guy who moves on quickly. Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, and then she said, and he told me he had feelings for me. Told me he had feelings oh. for me. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah. It is. I think it's worse to say, I want to dick you down. <laughs> <laughs> you thought that would be more acceptable? Yes, exactly. I have feelings for you. Yeah. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah, that mascara running's making me so horny. Yeah, like. <laughs> he just does a lot of funeral talk. He's like, the way you stared at her casket <laughs> it's just like you're so pretty you should be an open casket <laughs> penny and i found a letter from my first wife the letter said penny if you're reading the this said, the treasure is buried in and then it just <laughs> <Yeah>. cut off <laughs> dude this is so funny because this is very clearly written by him listen to how what it says so i know that this is what glenn wanted and you're now with each other we got married three months <laughs> So they just happened to find this letter, from, quote unquote, from his dead wife that said, uh, if you're reading this, uh, Glenn wanted you to get married to him. <laughs> I bet that she asked, wait, how'd she write it if he's dead? Yeah. He's like, name it. I didn't think much about that. Uh. Later, I was ecstatic. I didn't think it was too fast because I love Penny. Always have and always will. I should have noticed the red flags with him being so clingy and trying to win me over. Now I think that Glenn is controlling. He's verbally abusive. I like that. He just goes, because you're a fucking idiot. 
By the way, if uh, Kaylee Cuoco is um, listening to this, my grandma died, and her last dying wish was that we get married. Are so. you talking about the girl from the Big Bang <laughs> Theory? <Yes>. Oh. <laughs> That's the grossest thing you've ever said on this podcast. Well, I, I, thought, I, I was going to say Mila Kunis, but I thought, am I pronouncing that right? You did. I think I you did. You got it. You nailed it. I think I did. Have but... some confidence, man. Don't settle for the girl from Big Bang Theory. <laughs> well, I mean, she's hot. I mean, yeah, but she's on Big Bang Theory. <laughs> okay, I want Sheldon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like that uh, that hot uh, ice agent that went viral. You're like, she's hot, but you know, she's a, uh, she's not tr- contributing anything good to society. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Angry. He's a liar. He's a narcissistic sociopath. And he is downright. Well, I mean, you- It'd be weird to be a not narcissistic sociopath. I thought the same fucking thing when I watched the clip. I was like, this seems a little bit redundant. It is very redundant. Yeah. You know, just like, I'm going to work my way up to the top. Yeah. But if other people get in my way, it's yeah. fine. <laughs> he is a narcissistic philanthropist. He is one of the most generous assholes I've ever met in my entire life. <laughs> Cold-hearted and hateful. Her attitude towards me is horrible. Well, a few months ago, my best friend Paula revealed a shocking secret to me. Glenn called her and told her that I was dying and said... If you look at her, that's not the craziest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) (laughs) Just sight unseen, I'm going to guess she's at least close to dying. Yeah, totally. Her hair looks like it's falling out. Yeah, no. Definitely. One time. She definitely looks like an extra in the new scary stories to tell in the dark yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. Uh but yeah, that is that is it sounds like a plot to a horror movie though, with like he just keeps killing up women. Yeah. Getting giving them notes. You oh know? yeah. No, he like it, it feels like that that documentary The Staircase, except Staircase. I don't know if I've uh, seen it's that. about the guy whose like wife Oh no, I'm thinking of a... Uh, What's the one that where the guy admitted to it on HBO? Um, the people at home know what we're talking about. They're the guys like got like three wives that have died. Oh, really? Yeah, you haven't heard about that one? I don't think anyway. so. Anyway. Uh, the O.J. Simpson trials? Uh, no. <laughs> not the, no, that was uh, O.J.'s wife and waiter who died. Oh, his waiter? <laughs> yes, his personal waiter. This is my waiter. There are many like him, but this one is mine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, get back to the clip. I die, will she marry him? Glenn was lining up a new wife in case Penny died, and um, that wife is me. What kind of husband would do that to his wife? Paula is a liar. She's full of crap. The only thing I asked Paula is if something happened to Penny, if she would help take care of our daughter. Glenn plays the victim. That's still a weird thing to ask somebody. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, like, why would you even bring that up? <laughs> hey, she's not close to dying, but if she is, would you take care of my daughter with me? Like, you know, like... That's very suspicious. Yeah, yeah that's that very is, doomsday That is, I mean, I hate to make more Jeffrey Epstein references, but... <laughs> <laughs> it always makes excuses. I was secretly packing boxes to leave Glenn until he found out. Get up, moving out. You did not know yet. No, Glenn, I did not. That's what I told you a month ago. No, that's what you told me a couple weeks ago. My trust is completely gone with Glenn. Now, okay, so now we're we're in the studio. Dr. Phil has both of them on stage. And like I said, there's not much intro. So he kind of just gets right into it. He doesn't, like, welcome them on. Um pretty rude but okay <laughs> we didn't explain what they look like so we kind of made fun of penny she's kind of like a fat um lady with like 
you know like that white it should be like the the box on the hair dye should say white trash brunette you know what i'm talking about where yeah, it almost yeah. looks like copper wire yeah <laughs> like that's her hair color is like is like rusted chain link fence you know <laughs> That's very Your true. position is Oh, and he looks like a He looks like help me out here, Parker. Yeah. He looks like uh you cut his ponytail off while he was sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm trying to think of how to he, say that better. He looks like a uh, Dale Gribble if uh he talked more about uh the Jews. <laughs> <laughs> that's the guy from King of the Hill? Yes. Yeah, that's who I thought it was, yeah. <laughs> that you think He's done something that crossed the line in a big way. Yes, totally. Right? Yeah. But you say yeah, he, he, I don't know, he looks kind of like uh, Ted Cruz if he were in Chernobyl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good way. Yeah, he looks like he grew up near some power lines. <laughs> he made a move on you at his wife's memorial service. Yes, sir, he did. He leaned over and tried to kiss me, and I, I you know, no, it's, it's enough's enough. That crossed the line with you. Yes. Right? Yes, it, it totally crossed the line. That's that's a red flag, right? That tells you there's some flaw in this man's character that had to send up a red flag, right? It did. But it's, you married him three months later. I know I did. I know. And that, because he, he, he wooed me so bad. He went out. <laughs> he wooed me. He wooed me. He listen he to this part. He wooed me by... Uh, Trying to fuck me at his dead wife's funeral. <laughs> yeah. Nothing makes me hornier than some casket side fucking. <laughs> That's what uh, the Smiths wrote this charming man about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, he just leaned over. He's all, is that the, uh, fuck, I'm blanking. What is the uh, stuff they, oh, is that the embalming fluid? I embalming fluid? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, damn it. I wish I would have had that clean. Uh, listen to this next sentence. Oh, and he put billboards on his car. What the fuck does that billboards? mean? He put billboards on his car. What, what kind of fucking Beck lyric is that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? Yeah, I have no he, idea. Yeah, what? Billboards? He put billboards on his car. Does she mean he just like taped signs to the side of his car? <laughs> it just says Mr. Pickles on it. Yeah. It just, uh, maybe he's in the Westboro Baptist, but <laughs> yeah. he, he wrote, I love you, Penny. Yeah. Over that's, not a, that's not a billboard. That's the Pizza Hut thing he has to put on his car when he delivers pizza. <laughs> he we went to he, i kept telling him just stay friends stay you know we can build from there because i've known him for years right we were friends right you know but his first wife and i were friends also and i felt like i was disrespecting her okay but you married him he came up with a letter that supposedly glenna wrote Okay, his ex-wife's name was Glenna. Yeah, that does. Dude, this this just gets shittier and shittier. <laughs> that sounds so It's meta. so bad. And said that she knew how Glenn, her and Glenn spoke prior to her passing because she had cancer. She knew she was dying. And, uh, well, he brought me up this letter that she supposedly wrote. And it Can said. Can you imagine having cancer? And then you go up to uh, this guy that your wife knows and just play, please, fuck my husband. Yeah. <laughs> I am writing this on my deathbed. <laughs> if I pass away, please marry my weird fucking looking husband. <laughs> that she knew Glenn was going to pursue me and for that I had her permission. 
Did it look like her handwriting? I really didn't know Glenna's handwriting. Uh, okay, so yeah. just to recap, his name is Glenn. Yeah. His dead wife's name is Glenna. Yeah, that's creepy. <laughs> the Glenna's not even a name, dude. It's not. Like that's not even a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> that's not, <laughs> dude. That's so fucking. It's not like both their names were Jamie. Yeah, or something so, like that. Something that could yeah, go either way. One hundred percent. Patrick and Patricia, or something yeah. like that. I feel like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Glenna was really just uh, him in a dress, yeah, like, right in a, in a rocking chair, exactly. like in Psycho. Yeah, <laughs> or he just was, like made her up. Yeah, like, totally. Or he was like so controlling. He's like, "Why don't you change your name to Glenna?" Glenna. That doesn't even. That'll make honor sense. me. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. You didn't know it was there until you found it? No, sir, I didn't. Oh, God, he's such a fucking liar. Dude, I hate this guy so much. He's obviously lying. Yeah, yeah. There's totally. no way a fucking lady would write that on her deathbed. <laughs> yeah, no. That's no, an, it, when it was, no. it was, they showed the note. It wasn't like in her will. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was just on a fucking piece of scratch paper. Totally. One for, yeah, like one for Lord's. Like, okay, so your children. Uh, one sec, one sec. Yeah, yeah. Let me get this out of the way. I got to think about who my husband wants to fuck before we get anything. Yeah. <laughs> Getting her in f- affairs in order was just her husband's affair. <laughs> That's great. Uh, All right. Let's watch this next clip. It's called uh, Woman Claims Friend's Husband. God, this is so fucking hard to read. Woman Claims Friend's Husband told her friend was dying and he wanted to step, (laughs) wanted her to step in as his wife. That's like a text message you send to someone while you're falling asleep. It's exactly what it is. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, it's like it's uh, it's like in school when they were like, what is wrong grammatically with this sentence? (laughs) Uh, all right. Glenn is a total scumbag. Okay, I agree. Uh, this is Paula talking. This is the woman who Glenn has asked uh, to be his wife when Penny dies. He tries to get Penny to believe he is this wonderful, great husband. And she looks like uh, she looks like uh, one of the real housewives of New Jersey had a baby with a piranha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Glenn has run Penny down to nothing. She's just not the same friend that I once knew. She needs to get away from him and get herself help. In 2014, I got the call from Penny, and she was in the hospital. She had a blood clot. Then the blood clot. Next day, I get this call. I thought it was Penny. So once I answered, it was actually Glenn. He says, Penny is dying. He said, Paula, I have a question. Would you step in and be the mother yeah, to... I don't know. She looks like Franz Drescher. She tried to stay awake for three days straight. <laughs> <laughs> After she got stung by bees. Yeah. <laughs> Our daughter. And later on... We can talk about marriage. A few months ago, Penny had called me and she started telling me about some of her suspicions of Glenn. I don't know if she knew something was up by the tone of my voice. She said, Paula, now, do you know something? I told her. I know that people listening to the podcast can't see it, but Paula is so animated with her face. Yeah. It's like such a fucking like. She's been practicing this story for weeks. (laughs) She's like known. She's like, oh boy, when I get on TV, I'm going to really sell it. Either that or the Botox is wearing off. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Everything. And she was absolutely shocked. 
I offered to take a lie detector test and I would pay for it. I even offered to pay for Glenn's as well. Oh, didn't know someone was doing so well. Okay. Yeah, Paula's <laughs> got dough, baby. She said no to both. She knew I would never lie to her. When Glenn says I'm a liar, it, it makes me so mad. I want to confront Glenn and tell him how dare you. Penny needs to know the truth. All right. Paula's on stage. Oh, boy. Here do we, we think go. this goes well or do we think it goes poorly? I don't know. Uh, Paula's have been infamous in fucking up TV. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. Hopefully she doesn't mention the slaves that she had at her daughter's <laughs> wedding. <laughs> that's a Paula Dean joke. You say that's a lie. <laughs> yeah, it's Are a you, damn lie. It's a lie. Paula. It's a lie. Dude, listen to what he says to her here. You, listen to me. It's my turn to talk. You pass yourself around more than a bucket of Kentucky oh, Fried Chicken. Seriously? Dude, what the fuck? What? <laughs> and that's letting the audience was dying at Dude, that. everybody starts laughing yeah. so hard for that. I don't Dude. get it. I'm like, that's not even a good... Yeah, I have never passed around a bucket yeah, of chicken. You, you eat that fucking thing by your lonesome. That's how yeah, a bucket of fried chicken goes. Totally. That's no one a... who gets fried chicken is in a sharing mood. <laughs> <laughs> This is not about me, Glenn. This is about you. No, like this you is about my me friends. and my wife no, and my family. You know, if you yes, want to pass want yourself you around be... like a bucket oh, of Kentucky Fried like Chicken. You? Sing the joke again. He doubled down, dude. It's called a callback. <laughs> dude, that's that was my favorite part is him going back to the well. He's all, they got to pop from the crowd. Watch this. They're going to love it. Isn't a double down uh, the... Th the name of that one sandwich. Yeah, from, <laughs> from the Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I want to know who laughed at it the second time he said it. Probably, yeah, I like, don't Boo, know. Boo, we heard it already. Yeah, you're going to not even... Oh, Pull geez. a new reference. Can you imagine telling the same joke twice on stage? Oh, dude, it sounds miserable. <laughs> you're the Is one that, that was out people when oh you're married. No, separated. That's way different. No. That's <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah, he was like, "You're the one out there fucking people while you're married." She's like, "No, separated. It's way different." <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah, I don't know what her. Let's say that she fucks, you know, everybody every day. Who's not? What does that have to do with him? Absolutely nothing. Yeah, yeah. he's a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. yeah, totally. Like he's just like trying to fuck her life up in yeah. order to like, like take credibility away from her story it's stupid totally but. i don't mean this is gonna sound very naive and i think it is i thought a dr phil audience that is was a little smarter than that <laughs> <laughs> i think that they are i don't think that people are falling for this i think he's the villain obviously yeah yeah Way different. I was not leading my husband on like you have been. You called me and asked me yeah, if I could let, like, me, let no, me I'm not going to stop. Just like you got okay. Penny's phone the other night. Well, yes, I did. Hold on. Actually, you are going to stop. Okay. He's, he uh -huh. looks like James Carville. Carville. Do you know who that is? He's like a Republican uh, talking head. Oh, okay. But he's like he's like good old boy Republican. Oh, yeah. Like I could see it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's weird how. Yeah. He's. It's weird how like, let me talk, and then, like, he won't let her talk. <laughs> Holy shit, he I does. just pulled up a picture of James Carville. He looks exactly <laughs> like him. His nickname is the Ragin' Cajun. Uh, anyway. Yeah. 
Oh, that made me realize, uh, yeah, this guy, this guy looks like a Six Flags guy if he never got that deal. <laughs> yeah, he does. Dun, 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 yeah, right? if it were just a local shitty like, carnival. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the state fair yeah. Six Flags guy. The Mississippi State Fair Six Flags guy. You're so... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they are. ...saying that he has a problem with rage, and it scares you, and he's explosive... beyond belief. ...to the point that you're worried about what might happen uh, seems to be a very valid thing, because it seems to me that he has a hair-triggered rage if somebody confronts him with something yeah. you don't he like. He really does seem like every guy who gets in trouble for saying the N-word in public. Like yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, not just looks, but like the way he talks. He he doesn't even think that like everybody should be able to say the n word. He just <laughs> thinks only white people should be. <laughs> That's how racist he is. You want to talk about real cultural yeah. appropriation? <laughs> yeah. We invented the damn word. Why can't I say it? That's what he does all the time. Is this typical of you yelling and screaming? Mm-hmm. Lately, yes. <gasps> Not lately. Yeah. You do it all the time, Glenn. What, what are you, ventriloquist? I'm, I'm asking I'm, him. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm nervous. That is very sticky. Also, I like I, yeah, Dr. Phil wants to fucking head kick Paula, too. That's the other funny part about oh, this Oh, really? Yeah, he wants to beat the shit out of Paula. He must, uh, is there a reason why? She's fucking insufferable. She's the most <laughs> annoying lady that's ever been on the show, Paula is. <laughs> I hate her. It, she does kind of look like a ventriloquist. I mean, <laughs> first off, she's wearing a wig. That's oh, very that? obviously. I was yeah. thinking that. Yeah, I mean, look at her like hairline. Yeah, it like just kind of disappears behind. Yeah, it's totally a wig. Is this typical? And why? For a while, yes. I've got stuff that's pent up in me since I've been a child. Despite all my rage, I'm still just <laughs> yeah. writing a case. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to deal with. Well, what are you doing about it? What have you gotten help for it? I'm <laughs> trying to get help right now. They put me on different medications. Uh -huh. Dr. Phil, he, he goes and then he, he, he goes and then he goes twice and he stops. <laughs> Are you in ongoing therapy right now? Yes. How often do you go? Every 30 days. So you're not in ongoing talking therapy with someone that you sit down with and no. go through. You just go in to get medication and they refresh it every 30 days. Yes. And now we're trying to play the victim card. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. He just screamed at a woman, shut up, zip your lip. Yeah, and you, your pussy. You're, yeah, <laughs> you're a fucking whore. And then also, oopsie, poor old me. Yeah. Yeah, it's frustrating. Nah, fuck him. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Uh, this is the clip where he has, quote, unquote, an anxiety attack. Just a heads up. My Aunt Penny needs to leave Glenn and get a... Okay, so oh. if you're like, who the fuck's talking? There's We didn't need another person in the episode. <laughs> uh, this is uh, Penny's niece. Yeah. Uh, she looks like she auditioned for the Black Mirror episode with Miley Cyrus. But, yeah, she looks but then like... Miley Cyrus walked in the room and she's like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, she <laughs> looks like the original singer of Paramore. <laughs> <laughs> Divorce. Glenn is a pig who has little man syndrome. There is 100% no doubt that my aunt is in a verbally abusive relationship with Glenn. She calls her a monkey. A what? I don't know what that bleep is, but I gotta know what he calls yes. her. Yes. He calls her a blank monkey. 
it sounds they're both very white, <laughs> so yeah. it sounds like it. It feels racist, even though I don't even think it has to be racist. Yeah, nobody's ever used the word monkey in an insult <laughs> if it wasn't racist. Yeah, true. Holy shit! Tells her to go f- herself. He tells her to go fuck herself, which you know, okay, that's kind of fun. Oh, wait, 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 wait. It's teaser. Dr. Phil. So they never know how to do rules of three on Dr. Phil. The next one she's going to say is going to be not nearly as bad as Is that your do. prediction? I have a prediction. Okay, here it comes. Oh, their marriage is complete. There is none. <laughs> it's, a, it's a wash. You get your money back. Damn it. But I've seen that so many times, though, where yeah. they're just like, he stabbed me in the throat. <laughs> yeah. He kicked me in the face on the curb. And also, he lied to me. <laughs> yeah. Like, exactly. Yeah. Completely based on lies. I lived with my Aunt Penny and Glenn in 2015. I found a whole bunch of sex toys hidden under the couch. Hell yeah. What does that have to do with? Just, you know, I think she's saying that Glenn brings women over and fucks them on the couch. Oh. But. That could have been for but, her aunt. <laughs> and what a shitty guest she is. You know? Yeah, totally. What are you snooping under the couch for? Yeah. Get back up there. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, she, yeah, she's like, I was just trying to steal your quarters. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I found a bunch of sex toys under the couch, and all of them smelt new. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, find a better place for those. Yeah, under for the sure. Couch. I am penny about the sex toys, but she did not. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, uh, under their, do they have kids? Uh, yeah, they have a daughter, because remember, oh. he asks Paula if she'll mother their it, kid. That's what's under their, uh their couch can you imagine what's under their child's bed <laughs> dad there's a monster dildo under my <laughs> yeah yeah why is there a blow-up doll in my closet <laughs> i want to believe it he claimed the sex toys belong to his deceased wife dude that... <laughs> uh, dude the glenn's such a shithead he's all look at i found a handwritten note that said if you find these sex toys, Glenn doesn't want you to move them. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, dude, when your wife is on uh, an IV, what's the, is on life support, just throw the dildos out. <laughs> dude, like... <laughs> maybe this is not the appropriate time. I think it, I think it's a good time. So, uh, <laughs> I, I th- how much have I talked about my mom on the podcast? Not a lot. Not a lot. A little okay. bit, though, with uh, Emma, I think. Yeah, or M- Melissa, I think it Melissa. was. Melissa. Yeah, uh, my mom was a, a drug addict and an alcoholic and uh, lived in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, well, you know, there was, there was a lot of reasons she was out there. But um, she had a boyfriend named Rick. Uh, and mm-hmm. Rick was also an alcoholic. Yeah. But he had been clean for 30 years. Oh, wow. And oh, wow. Uh, so that was, like, his claim to fame, dude. He would, like... <laughs> It was like the fucking greatest thing that ever happened to him is he got clean. And uh, my mom had also claimed sobriety. Yeah. And uh, we were like in her room one day, like laying on her bed. And uh, she had like a uh, one of those like uh, headboards that has like cubbies on it. Yeah. And uh, she's like, my sister pulls up a receipt and it's from BevMo for like a couple days prior. And it was like $80 worth of vodka. Oh shit! And my sister goes, "Mom, I thought you were like, I thought you were sober, like with like heartbreak in her Yeah. Voice. And my mom goes, "Fucking Rick must have fallen off the wagon, <laughs> dude." She wow. like completely lied about like Rick, like, and so then we all thought like Rick was a fucking 
a relapsing prick. Yeah. And then, like, he was just all, what's up, kids? And we're all, fuck you, Rick. You're making my mom drink. <laughs> like, Jeez. dude, it's just the most fucked up thing. I have kind of a, I thought you were going to say that you found your mom's dildos. <laughs> no. Maybe you would rather have. <laughs> I did not. No. No. I, yeah, probably. This is... This story is not related at all, but <laughs> I had a friend. I was 16. This is, I'm not proud of this. Uh-oh. I had, my dad listens to these. I'm Please stop in. listening for three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, so my, uh, I had this friend, weird guy. Well, we What's stopped his name? Out. No, I'm kidding. Don't it's say his name. Drew, actually. <laughs> oh, was it? <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, we're hanging out and he said, hey, is that his place? He said, hey. Uh, I found my mom's anal beads. What the fuck? Yes. <laughs> Which weird fucking kid that he found that. Also, that the, that and sentence implies that like every mom has anal beads. And <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but they. I fucking hope not. Holy shit. <laughs> and so um, I I'm all like, well, really? Can I see? And then he he we actually go. He knew exactly where they were. They were like. Right behind his mom's bed, right? And, of mm-hmm. course, very white trash. So, um, not like the bed frame, but just the bed on top of the box ring and, like, behind <laughs> there. And um, and then and then he goes, I dare you to put your mouth on this. Oh, no! <laughs> and no, he, no, no, don't say you fucking did it. Well, his mom was very hot. Oh, so. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You put your friend's mom's anal beads in your mouth? Two of them, yes. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Did you swirl your tongue around him? <laughs> Maybe like a know. lollipop? I was a gentleman about yeah. it. I, it was like a nice wine taste test. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, uh, yeah, and so um, he didn't think I'd do it. I just kind of thought it'd be funny, too. Oh, or that's how I'm justifying Jesus it now. Christ, dude. Yeah. So, oh, how old are you? You said 24? <laughs> 16. Yeah. 16. Were you really 16? Yes, yeah, so I cannot be tried <laughs> oh, right that's now. That's way too old. Yeah. <laughs> uh, back to this guy's sex toy. Glenn has some type of hold over my aunt because she acts like she can't live without him. In 2015, we pulled up to the house. Glenn was running around with a gun, screaming that somebody had broken into the house. I think Glenn <laughs> creates these fake situations. Someone stole my anal beads. <laughs> <laughs> He's all, look, I found a, a handwritten note from my dead wife that says, Glenn, someone broke into the house again. <laughs> <laughs> to make my Aunt Penny feel like she's only safe when he's around. Glenn is manipulative, he's a cheat, a liar, and he will never change. I want to confront Glenn and expose him and let people know the type of man that he really is. All right, here's where he quote-unquote breaks down. Oh, It's yeah. so obviously fake, dude. Yeah, I mean, he's just yelling at people. Yeah, watch. Okay, thank you for being here. Uh, Glenn, you seem to be struggling right now. Are you having trouble with, are you having an anxiety attack? First of all, you owe my aunt and my family an apology. (laughs) She said, first of all, hey, hey, fucking panicky brains over there. You owe me an apology. Okay. You guys don't understand how this works. I'll get to you in a minute. Yes, Dr. Phil. Um, Are you having an anxiety attack right now? Uh, Are you having trouble? Okay. First thing, the first reason I can tell he's not having an anxiety attack. I've had anxiety attacks. 
I've yeah, never same. thought that the the best idea was to cover my mouth and make it harder to breathe. Yeah, he looks like he's about to throw up. Yeah, like he's putting a napkin over his mouth, making it harder to breathe. Yeah, totally. 100%. It's so fucking stupid. I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. That's yeah. not what you're having then. I've had Bernanke decks and nobody knows it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, me 100%. too. 100%. Reading? Um... I've, I've asked you to sit back so you can open your lungs up because you're closing them down right now. So <laughs> if, now he's like he's, laying down. He's laying down like he's. Do you notice his ties looser and the top button's undone? <laughs> he looks like he's waiting for a prince to kiss him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how he's laying down. If you'll kind of sit up in the chair and sit up straight and, and sit back, you'll open your lungs up where you can breathe a little bit. Yeah, he looks like me when I ate way too much Del Taco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got, they're showing like a an upshot of him. He looks dead. <laughs> yeah. This is what he does. I understand. <laughs> yeah, Penny That's said, this is what he does. <laughs> um... The audience starts laughing. Look at the people are fucking laughing at him. Yeah, this like, is... Dude, okay. shut the fuck up. Yeah. No, I was very like... Uh, I don't know if yeah, I want to see someone have a panic attack. That sounds it's very... It's very fake, yeah. But it's so ridic- slapsticky. Dude, watch and, it. It gets way worse. Watch yeah. this. <laughs> if, 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 if you want to take a break, would you like to take a break? Okay, Glenn. Would you like to take a break? Yes. And okay, Matt, will you come help him and he can go backstage? And here, here, we'll come this way. <laughs> and then Glenn just pretends to collapse on the ground and like he's doing like you're playing with your dog and pretending to be dead to see what your dog would do. That is what he's doing yeah. on national TV right now. He went full Will Shatner. Right yeah, there. He did. yeah, he took a fucking pratfall. Dude, watch Dr. Phil. It's so... Dr. Phil at this point is like, okay, get this fucking guy off my stage. Oh, listen, this is all a show. Just hold on. I know you've he's seen like, this. Yeah, no, I'll talk my shit when he's off the stage. Okay. That's okay. I really okay. wish they just as fucking dragged him on. Sit up Sit up a little bit here. Here we go. All right. Oh now, God, if you'll stand, we'll take you backstage where a nurse can attend to you. I mean, he's acting as if he's a sh- soldier who just got shot in the leg. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you want to do that? All right, here we go. One, two, three. Okay, guys, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. No, you can stand, you can stand. You, anxiety. How mad would you be? Carrying someone who could easily walk. Dude, Dr. <laughs> Phil says anxiety doesn't take your legs away. <laughs> he doesn't take your legs away. You can stand. Now he's like, now he's walking. Once Dr. Phil said that, he's like, all right, I'll take some Is he faking? She just said, is he faking? Listen to Dr. Phil's reaction. Well, he's. Um, it's. Um, Steps. His 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 symptoms are inconsistent with what he's reporting, but it's endemic upon me to call medical personnel to examine him. And that's what he does. And Every good for Doctor Phil. That's yeah, a good answer. Totally. I don't believe him, but it's my job to get him help. Uh, 
So I'm going to exit out of this clip because the next clip is just the panic attack, but there's more to the end of it. So I kind of marked where uh, Glenn, you say things kind of ended there uh, a little bit. So we'll just we'll jump back into it. Him and, him and that's what he does. And oh, this clip is called Man Suffers Panic Attack as Woman Was Women Confront Him About His Behavior. Every new job he starts, within a month, I get a phone call. We've had to take your husband by paramedics. He's had a major panic attack. <laughs> Dude, he does this every month at his new job. Oh, Dude, that is great. so funny to just do that be like, Monday's blow. All right, I'm going to fake a panic attack. I'll see you guys later. I'm going to take a $3,000 ambulance ride because I don't want to be here anymore. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's cons- hey. Can you close tonight? Oh, you just close your heart. hey, Glenn. We're gonna need you to stay late to get those reports done. Oh, I'm having a panic attack. <laughs> Assistant. Well, I understand, and that's part of the pathology. Uh, I don't know if he's doing this. Now they're showing him backstage. He's got a wheelchair. <laughs> he's in a wheelchair as a avoidance mechanism. Uh, because he feels like he's sitting across from a firing squad here, uh, three to one, or if in fact he hyperventilates to the point that he, he gets ischemic, epoxic, and you know loses uh, some focus and falls over. I I I don't know. Uh, you say that this is a very common practice with him that if he gets confronted or gets under pressure or wants to avoid something that he feigns an anxiety attack and goes to the hospital all the time and there's never anything wrong with him no. then he comes never. back dude honestly not a bad strategy yeah honestly bad. i'm like kind of give it up to glenn here i mean that makes a lot of sense you could get away with a lot if you just pre- like if you knew the symptoms of like real anxiety attacks like if he didn't do the legs thing <laughs> and if he didn't cover his own mouth maybe you know maybe i'd believe him um but you understand, doing that, let's say he's doing that totally manipulative, that in and of itself is pathology. Right. The fact that you that. do that rather than confront and deal with your circumstance and situation, that alone is pathological right. and change-worthy. Yeah, so that's the end of the fourth slash third clip. Um yeah, Glenn, Glenn is just a piece of shit, dude. Yeah. Like, Glenn totally. is a real piece of garbage. Everything yeah. about that guy like, is a piece of shit. Panic attacks are fucking You're, awful, dude. And he's really just, uh, you know, trivializing that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even, I mean, honestly, calling it trivial, trivializing is not even drastic enough. Like, yeah. he's not even like, I mean, he's just being a fucking dick. Yeah. Like, 100%. it's terrible. It, it pissed me off when I saw that. I was like, oh, fuck this guy. Like, fuck him. Like, totally. he doesn't realize that, uh, you know, his shit behavior is his own wrongdoing. Yeah, totally. 100%. Yeah. And so he fucking, uh, anyway. Uh, this last clip is called, uh, it's time for you to step up and be an adult, Dr. Phil tells a mom. <laughs> that, I don't think that that's how I would summarize her. Yeah. Penny? Ask. Yeah. He's okay. telling her it's time to step up and be an adult, but like. If you've watched this episode, would you boil her down to a mom? <laughs> like, no, 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 not at all. King me. Yeah, um, they don't mention the daughter once. Yeah. You know, what you should do, should you get out of this marriage or should you stay in the marriage? Yes. Can he get help to the point that he can be a good dad? No. 
Nothing about Glenn will ever be a good father. <laughs> and I can trust him again. <laughs> Dad, can you pick me up from soccer, from soccer practice? <laughs> He's like, all right, son, I'm going to teach you how to avoid taxes today. Because <laughs> <laughs> the trust issues, the lies, the manipulating, the, the deceitfulness. Is that- all right, son, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to show you how to... Uh, ask out a girl. First, you write the note from your dead yeah. wife. <laughs> First off, you got to get married one time and then have one die. So that's, that's step one. It's a lot of pre-work, but it'll help you out later on. That's something that, that he can get control of and, and be the man that I thought he was. Being the one that kissed you at his wife's memorial service. There you go. And yeah. asked you yeah, to marry him. Right. I mean, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I You're mean, right. we need a common sense alert here. Guys? Oh, We yeah, need yeah. a common sense alert oh, here. Shit. You guys know what's coming. Yes. Put it up on the big board. This is what just do we got? Plain common sense. Common sense, sense alert. Yeah, Fuck Dr. Yeah. Phil's graphics <laughs> department back on it. We're having a flashing this. audience members laughing. Oh, <laughs> it makes me fucking sick. Yeah. Dude, it's so fucking awful. My problem is I care about everybody and I try to fix everybody. No, and then I put- He's all, no, I think your problem is uh, heart disease. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's high cholesterol and blood clots. Your problem is those bangs. <laughs> yeah. Your problem is your inability to get another man. <laughs> Me here. Your problem is you are an economic prisoner. That's what they call Jeffrey Epstein, too. Buddy, (laughs) you guys with me or are you with me? You feel like you can't afford to leave. Mm -hmm. That's exactly it. That's why you're there. You're not there because you think he might get better. You're not there because you think maybe there's a future. You're You're there because Glenn throws a mean dick. I mean, it's hard (laughs) to be mad at Glenn. There because you don't think you can afford to leave. But I found out I can, and that's where I'm at. You want to feel bad for, but if you're so stupid to like fall for a guy like that, totally, totally, (laughs) dude. If if somebody ever was like, "Hey, I really like you," and I was like, "I don't know, but you, you know, you're my best friend's, you know, widow." Yeah, I can't date. And she was like, "No, look, I found this note from him." I'd be like, "You're a psychopath." Yeah, totally. I can't fucking interact with you. Yeah. Listen, I would would Dude, it's terrible, yeah. I'd much rather have you and your daughter living in a shelter where you are safe and she is loved than to have the two of you living in a situation with an unstable individual that is subject to explosive, unchecked rage that can go off the high side and you... You sent a text uh, that referenced a yeah. gun. Yes, sir. I hit uh, the gun. You said that he came. It's it's underneath the couch with all the dildos. <laughs> <laughs> Home. He's just doing deer hunter type yeah, shit with, with the dildo. dildo. Yeah. He's, all, he's putting a cock ring on his nose. <laughs> Looking for a gun. Here's the text exchange between Penny and Miranda. Penny, Glenn came in asking where the gun was, called me a blanking idiot. So if I'm shot tonight in my sleep, he killed me. 
I just need to detect someone this for proof. That's not how law works at all. <laughs> That's not proof of anything. That's an opinion. Miranda's yeah. response, wow, you need to leave. <laughs> if you're in a box under a bridge, you're better off than putting yourself and your daughter's lives in danger with someone that is unstable. Totally. Yeah. Uh, I disagree. <laughs> I don't believe being a homeless mother and child is better than this situation. I mean, maybe it is, but geez, that's not. I, I hope he's not recommending that. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah, he is a millionaire, so kind of, you know. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, yeah, get the fuck out of there, though. The 1,000%. Yeah. Sure, yeah. <laughs> but don't be homeless. Like, whatever yeah. <laughs> you do, try to avoid that. This is not a close call. Yes, it is. That is a very thin line between being in that house and being homeless. <laughs> it's time for you to step up and be an adult and take that child out of this dangerous situation. Agreed. Get somewhere that the two of you can focus on a mother-daughter bond and put her needs above yours and above everyone else. Agreed. And help oh. her to feel that she is a quality... Safe top-notch human being and you, you know you've been in the hospital you need to take care of yourself you're the only mother this child will ever have will this man get himself under control i don't know he certainly can i'm an incurable optimist i believe i can bring him really quality help and i think he can respond to that turnabout ranch yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna send him to the ranch and whip his ass out there <laughs> And I, I think he probably will. But that's a question for a year from now. The immediate concern is your safety and your daughter's safety. Your self-worth and self-esteem is so low right now that you're apparently willing to accept things that you just never would have thought you were willing to accept. No, this isn't me. So, I mean, your your friend has told you that you've changed, that you're not the person that you were. I mean, you, you guys see that, right? We do. So you you need some professional help, and I'm going to get that for you. Thank but you. not couples therapy. Uh, I don't want that right now. I, I, that's not what's going to happen. You need to be away from him. But I think the therapist that I'm going to involve him with is going to tell him you're not in a position to be in a parenting role right now. Let's focus on you. And I think you're going to find that if he will listen to the therapist, and I no, think I'll he listen. will, that you're going to have a completely different situation because the adults are getting ready to arrive on the scene. Thank you. That's the end of the episode. I wish that yeah. last clip had some more context or um, some yeah. substance to it. It doesn't really. But, um, yeah, that's the end of the episode, dude. Glenn's a piece of garbage. Yeah. Uh, she should have not had a kid. <laughs> dude, we've done a lot of hateable people yeah. on this show. Totally. I don't know if any of them are more hateable than Glenn. Yeah, he really is. I mean, I can't really Nothing think redeemable. Of, nothing at all. I mean, even Danielle Brazoli's mom had some, like, yeah, you know, she's a single mom. The dad's out of the picture. Like, this guy is just scum. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I, I'm trying to think. If you guys can think of an, uh, someone who's The steroids worse. guy? The steroids guy was pretty bad. Yeah. But even him, like... Steroids were the reason for his anger, though, too. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. If you have anyone <laughs> you that we've done on the podcast that is worse than Glenn, 
uh, commented or, on the Instagram post that we're going to put up. But I really Benton Harshaw. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that guy's a fucking yeah. monster. Benton Benton fakes anxiety attacks just to mock Parker. And I. It's <laughs> it's terrible. It's really mean. Uh, yeah, dude. I've I've like when I watched these clips, I was like racking my brain. Like there has to be somebody worse. And yeah. I I don't. The only person I could think of was episode one. The lady who was just constantly cheating on her husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only bad. person where I was like, oh, she's she might be worse. There is also, we haven't done an episode on this because this like literally just pissed me off so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you seen the clip of the girl who her sh- face was shot off? And then she confronts. Yeah, I'm like, not. I'm not watching. I've yeah, seen no. the title. I'm not watching. That lady that. is such a scumfuck, dude. Who shot her? Oh, I think we're talking about the lady who got her head shot. <laughs> first off, the way she talks. Yeah. No, she is hideous. First off, <laughs> like put some fucking makeup yeah. on, lady. She looks like Droopy Dog. <laughs> she fine. <laughs> yeah, no, I've seen the clip. Yeah. I haven't watched the it. lady who shot her. Is such like she's just a sociopath. Maybe, dude. I was like, thinking about it. We it's should, infuriating. I think on one of our live shows, we should do another appetizer sampler that we yeah. did for the podcast. Well, that was a cool. fun. And we should bring in rotating guests to watch the clips with us. Oh, that's cool. I was I like thinking about that. that. I think, that's a real I think cool that might idea. be a good. Maybe we'll do that on the next live show. Nice. I like that. Um, and maybe we'll watch that clip. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, dude. Bad, bad person Glenn is. Uh, there's really not much else to say about it. Uh, Parker, what do you got going on? Uh oh, Mr. Plugs doesn't um, have his phone out. Yeah, I'm so bad. We really gotta or me, I gotta get better at plugs. These are not Yeah, I'm also not great at them. Not my expertise. Um then again, what is? Um <laughs> let's see. I think I really just have uh Savage Henry um September twenty first in uh Eureka, California, and then I'm gonna be at the Savage Henry Comedy Festival from the October 10th through the 12th. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Phil My... Um, at Phil My Heart. No, that's not your Instagram or <laughs> at, Twitter. At Parker Standup. Um, friend me on Facebook. Um, also, uh, let's see. There's... Um, uh, there's Oh yeah, come to uh, Sacramento um, to, to us. <laughs> God fucking damn it. How do I talk for every night to strangers and i'm so that was a good it. sentence criticizing your grammar <laughs> how do i talk to every night to strangers i'm i'm asking um <laughs> no um yeah no come to stab comedy theater uh we have great shows uh thursday through sunday i don't know why i said we yeah. it's not my place you have zero interest in this company yes uh <laughs> i uh you can follow me on all social media at drew absher on twitter at drew absher is dumb on instagram add me on facebook drew absher uh shows coming up i benton harshaw and i the aforementioned benton harshaw oh, yes uh tonight right now is this uh this upcoming saturday the 24th so we're doing that and then the 27th i'll be in the bay area doing two shows down there um one i don't know what the venues are or what the shows are called but if you're in the bay area and you want to come see me uh let me know and i'll, I'll tell you where to find me um and then uh yeah dude that's about it uh, nice we're doing that savage henry thing when is that uh uh september 21st 24th september okay got it um yeah and then unless the, i said something different two no, months ago i was thinking i remembered it was the 21st but i couldn't remember if it was september or august oh yeah, yeah september uh and then um yeah, did you already do the social media for the podcast? Um, no, that's uh, at Fill My yeah. Heart Pod 
on <laughs> Instagram and on, uh, Twitter. There we go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you can like us on Facebook, Fill My Heart Podcast. Uh, we're going to go out with uh, a different song. Uh, this is We Like to Party by the Vanga Boys. See you guys next week. There we go. We'll see you guys next week. Have a good one.